Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I am so excited to speak with today's guest, Tara, because she is aligned with so many things that I deeply believe and embody, like manifestation, business, meditations, and all these beautiful things on how to help you really attract the abundance and success in your life and overcome the old stories, old limiting beliefs. So you can really free yourself and live in that abundance. Tara, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on your show too, Petia. Beautiful. And I know you didn't know that I'm in Mexico, but... No, I didn't. (laughs) But I would love to take you here for a little bit. And I know that you're using a meditation as part of your business. But if you're open to it, I would love for you to be on that receiving end right now. That sounds amazing. Most definitely. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. I know how it is when we keep giving, giving, giving. I was like, it's time for you to receive. So I love starting my podcast with a short guided visual meditation. So I will take you there now. So if you would love to just get comfortably, gently close your eyes, taking a slow, deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth, releasing the day up until now, breathing in the relaxation, the clarity, breathing out, relaxing, grounding, last slow deep breath in and out, beautiful. And as your body and heart are relaxing and you're coming back to your regular breath, I would love for you to feel how your whole body is just sinking with this beautiful moment, just right here, right now. There's nothing else to do, nowhere else to go. This is your time to receive. And as your body, as each cell is receiving the love and the clarity and the grounding through my voice, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, sunny summer morning in the streets of Mexico. You're there with your family and everything seems so vibrant. The people are laughing, talking one over another there is a market going on where people are setting up fresh fruits and vegetables 
and you're walking around and smelling of fresh flowers, trying a fresh fruit, and you're feeling so happy to be right there in that moment. And as you're walking through the streets, feeling safe and grounded and happy, there are kids running around through the streets in their joy, so full of happiness. And one of the little kids just bumps into you, a little girl who could be around four, five, six year old. She looks at her you with her big, big, big eyes and a wonder in her face. And she looks at you so curiously and she says, who are you? What is the one thing you would like her to know? Not what do you do, but who you are. What would be your answer to her? I'm here to share this beautiful day with you and share the energy of joy and laughter and to be connected together on this beautiful sunny day in this street full of vibrancy. Mm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful being fully present in that beautiful place. And I know that Mexico can sound like a better idea right now than coming back to this moment and to this room. And only when you're ready, gently opening your eyes, seeing everything in more vibrant colors, more alive. How are we feeling? That was great. I could actually <laughs> see the market. I was like, <laughs> I'm that little girl. Mm. Thank you. You're so welcome. I've never had that at the, at the beginning of my podcast interview before. I am quite a unique. I know. You certainly are. <laughs> that was amazing. It's interesting. I had that like idea, this download when I was starting one day my podcast, you know, last year probably. And uh I, I was just feeling like, go, 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 you know, because it was like one thing to take off my schedule. And I, I didn't feel grounded and present. And I'm like, well, if I feel like that, probably other people feel like that. So mm. that has been an inspired idea to bring people to feel more grounded, to feel more present, but also um, very often when we are in our expertise, when we're sharing our gifts, we yeah. take on these labels, right? Like I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing this. So yeah. coming back into who you really are versus what you are doing, I feel like it's so important and it gives us the permission to look a little bit deeper, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I wonder how did, I know you're teaching manifestation, lab of attraction, you know, you um, have, uh, you know, experience and taught like um, Tony Robbins work, you know, so I wonder yep. what led you onto this path of spiritual and personal development? What was that thing that moved you into the direction and on the path where you are today? What was my catalyst? Mm -hmm. mm. My catalyst was my ex-husband. So I, <laughs> I have one of those. They can be huge catalysts. He, yeah, I, I owe him a lot of thanks. Um, yeah, so I was in like a really unhappy marriage. This was back in, I think it was back 2009 that this was like 
all kicking off and I'd been doing some work for a lady. I was, I was working through social media and I was helping her with her social media networking and I was really miserable, but she'd got me like into, she kept putting all these quotes on and I was like, oh, these are really interesting and reading them. And then I had a bit of a, an emotional breakdown. Like somebody said to me, you're not happy. What are you going to do about it, Tara? And I was like, oh my God, I can do something. And I know that sounds really crazy, but when you're stuck in somewhere that you're not happy, you don't think that there's something else you can do about it. And you feel quite trapped. And I left and I burst into tears and I felt really, I was crying because I was so relieved and I also felt a bit stupid that I had <laughs> not realized this before. And then I had a hug from the universe and it was like the biggest hug I've ever experienced in my life, all of my body. And I just felt so loved and safe and secure and supported. And I just knew that I could do anything I wanted. So that was my big moment mm. um, when I thought there's something here and I need to explore it. Mm. And that's what started me on the path. So the hack of the universe sounds so beautiful and amazing. I'm like, okay, how do I get the universe to hug me? Tara, what would happen? <laughs> I, well, I don't know how I did it. I've had a couple of smaller ones since then as well. It's not something that I created. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it was the fact that I felt so alone in that, in that space. And the universe just wanted to prove to me that I wasn't. Mm. And I've, Maybe I did create it. I don't, I, I sometimes wonder because I do like, um, I do a meditation sometimes with some of my clients and we do future and past love. So we go back to a certain period in time and we, and we give love to that older version of ourselves, younger version even of ourselves. And we hug them. And I've done that to myself. And I, I could have been part of that hug now, giving it now, to me back then so because obviously time is it's it's it isn't it is it, it isn't. yeah it, 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 it is and it isn't <laughs> so you know what I'm doing to myself right now to that younger version of me I could have been feeling exactly this at that time then so it's all really crazy how it came about but yeah the the hug from the universe was from the universe and many other loving people who probably at that time were meditating and sending love out into the universe I had all of that and quite possibly the hug from me mm. as well so it was mm. not something that I made the universe do for me mm. it was given to me as a gift I love that and you know what I'm hearing Tara like when I was listening to you it's like I haven't created this, I haven't caused it, but is that really true if we create everything in our life, right? Yeah. I remember it's so fascinating. So I'm now second time, happily and last time. I told my husband, this is the last time. <laughs> uh, different man, not like second time, the same man. Mm -hmm. um, second uh, time married, happily. And when, before we met, my husband, he's also, you know, coach and on this beautiful spiritual and personal development journey. And before we even met, he told me he was like speaking out, expressing, you know, to the universe who his yes. dream girl is. But also, which is fascinating, he said that he was sending me love. Like he was telling me it's going to be okay. You're not alone. Then I remember back then before I met him, you know, a few months before I was going through a breakup you know, after five years being in relationship, being cheated on, 
all these fun things. Mm. And there were moments that I was in despair, but there were also moments that I felt like it's okay. And I truly yeah. feel that we are able to, you know, like penetrate the field, penetrate the time and Definitely. truly connect with not only like other versions of ourselves, but also connect with others. So I love that. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about what kind of meditation you love using, because I have this like, it's not hate and love. It's like, I like you and I don't like you so much kind of relationship with meditation because, <laughs> you know, I, I used to teach meditation. I used to teach meditation to groups. I love giving meditation. You can tell. Yeah. But sometimes it's, it, it feels like, like one more thing to do when it's like conscious, like, oh, I should mm. sit and meditate now. Right. So yeah. I have this flow of now it lights me up. Then I personally, what I really love, it's a guided meditation, you know, with mm -hmm. like music or like yeah. general beats. So tell me a little bit more about your relationship with meditation and how are you supporting other people with that? So my story is pretty similar to yours really about meditation. So I have taught groups for many years and I do one to one with clients as well. When I'm working with clients, it's obviously a guided meditation that I take them on, sometimes with music, some without. Um, I like doing meditations that go and dive in through the through the different layers of emotions. Because, you know, if we think of ourselves as like onions, there are so many layers. Mm. And if we've got a layer of something like a limiting belief or a self-doubt or something or an incident that happened that made us feel a certain way and want to stop a, a certain thing, we suppress it most of the time. And then, then another emotion builds on top again, and then it goes back up again. So we end up with layers. So I really like to dive down through the layers to release them. Um, and I do a lot of energy work with it as well when we do meditations. For myself, I like to listen to guided meditations. Um, and my the, co the coaches that I work with take me through meditations in that respect as well. I don't make myself meditate if I'm not in the mood. I don't think, okay, I have to meditate every morning at 7 a.m. or whatever o'clock. If I'm not feeling it, I don't do it. And sometimes meditation can be, for me, walking the dog in the park because it's surrounded by nature. I like to hug the trees and stroke the leaves, things like that. And that is, meditation is more about being present and mindful than sitting cross-legged, in complete silence. That kind of meditation comes to me at times, but not regularly. I usually like to have something going on while I'm meditating as well, or it could be music, for example. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it is a bit of a, sometimes you feel pressured that, that you should be meditating every single day for a certain amount of time, but I don't think it works like that. Mm, I love that. So, and, 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 and I love how, on how many levels we, we really resonate, right? Because yes. I, it doesn't feel right to me to be forcing myself. There are certain things we get to force ourselves, like brush our teeth. My husband, he's always like, I don't know. He likes doing it that I don't. And he was like, <laughs> did you brush your teeth yet? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's funny. You know, like I love the feeling of the clean teeth and of course I do it you know all the time yes. every day but it's not like I'm so excited to go and do that right yeah it's one of the things like 
okay, this is good for me. I will go and do that. But I don't feel like our spiritual and personal growth is going to be really maximized and really aligned with who we really are if we are forcing ourselves. Like, for example, mm -hmm. I attended Sunday silent meditation retreat with my husband. And he loves them. He did two of them. We did them in Arizona last year. And he did uh, another one, I believe, before anything was happening. So four years ago when mm -hmm. we just met and he loves it. For me, it's not the silence that I, I don't care. Right. But mm -hmm. it's like we were meditating. It was 10 days and we were meditating 12 hours a day you know, and you do mm. like body scan, silent meditation for me was more the thoughts. And I don't know if you're familiar with human design, you know, yeah, yeah but yeah. my head and my Ajna are open. So it's not even my thoughts. I am, you know, like sitting in, in a group because you do it like in a, like few times yeah. a day in a group. I'm like, I can like hear everybody's thoughts. This is not mine. Like, where is this coming from? You know, that so must was, be very distracting. <laughs> it was. So I'm like, this is like, what is this? Like this really, I'm like, I don't think I would do this again, you know, but my husband mm. loves it. I'm sure he will do it again. But I'm wondering, Tara, love of attraction and manifesting your deepest desires. Yes. How do you do it through the meditation? So meditation, when I'm working through and we're going through energetically as well, because the body is obviously all energy and law of attraction is actually very scientific. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're talking about the cells, we're talking about your body on a cellular level and the way it's vibrating and also your cells become become addicted to certain feelings. So if you think of your cell as having like a, a lock shape in it and let's say you constantly have a certain emotion in your in your life worry fear or you know sadness your body's key that is that shape goes into the lock and unlocks it and makes the cell feel that emotion in itself as well so after having that emotion so many times the lock shape in the cell tends to change shape so that it only really likes that key and it becomes addicted to it and it craves it. So even if you're having a really great day and you're all excited, it's quite easy to slip back down into that worry and fear again, because your, your body's like, I need my fix of, of worry. I need my fix of fear. So you have to start changing the cells to create a higher vibration, to allow it to start to become addicted to a different vibration. And that works with the law of attraction and the energetic field around us. And it also works with manifesting because obviously, you know, it's the energetic field that manifests. And when we're working one-to-one -one on a client basis, meditation is a great way for them to accept what they've just experienced on a subconscious level so that it reminds them when they're going through the day and they're, they're you know, going about their day-to-day -day on an autopilot, the subconscious is working on the other stuff as well. So it amplifies what the work that we're doing through the meditation because it's putting it deeper into the subconscious as well. Mm, that's beautiful. So 
how like what kind of meditation you do to help your clients to and and I know it's it's not like one simple one sentence answer right but for our yeah. listeners who are being really intrigued like huh I never thought about you know meditation and manifestation to go hand in hand and what she's saying makes sense so where they can start what like how do you use the meditation like what kind of meditation to start reshaping you know the the old patterns meditations i don't tend to have like like you say one size fits all so it's not usually i mean group meditations are completely different to one-to-one personalized ones Mm -hmm. so it's a matter of looking at what the client's going through maybe they're they're very worry based for example you know they wake up in the morning and they're worrying straight away as soon as they get out of bed um and they have to shift that worry mindset and first of all, realize that they're doing it. So I might, for example, give my client a, an exercise to do. So for the, for the next 30 days, for example, every time you notice yourself worrying about anything, you've got to shift that and put it onto a different thought. So you've got to change it maybe to something that you love about yourself or something that you're grateful for. That first of all acknowledges the fact that you're worrying and it helps you identify how many times you're doing it because you don't realize when it's on autopilot that you're doing it so many times. Mm. So they're getting into the habit of shifting their energy gently through that. Mm. And then on a meditation level, so we're cementing in, for example, it could be affirmations or it could be uncovering emotions to see where a certain belief may have come from within them. It could be like a past experience that they were so embarrassed about or scared about that their their body and their nervous systems like this isn't I'm not going to feel this again I'm going to make sure that I don't put myself in this situation again so that I don't have to feel it Mm. and uncovering that obviously brings up the emotions but it also helps to clear them because if you think about let's say you didn't go to the toilet for three days your body would not feel great you'd feel very lethargic you'd feel you know tired and you wouldn't feel healthy in yourself and energetic and your emotions are the same if you don't get that stuff out of your body it's like you're you're emotionally constipated mm-hmm. so your body starts to feel lower energy and you know sad and not very energetic because of the emotions that are trapped in there and that's what puts people on autopilot and just doing the same thing because they don't know how to break that cycle they don't Mm. realize they think they're bottling it up for a good reason because they don't Mm. want to let their emotions out but if they don't it's just going to eat them from the inside Mm. yeah that really resonates and you know I'm wondering because when we're starting you know um, today's interview you also sometimes say like when we're feeling stuck when we are in it we cannot see it we cannot see that there are other options right so yeah Imagine that our listener, she's listening right now and she's like, okay, I, I, I feel like there could be more in life. I feel like I could be experiencing more, like whether it's more happiness, more freedom. I, I have this feeling, but mm-hmm. she doesn't know what is stopping it. Like you said, for example, like worry, like I, I wake up in the morning and I feel mm-hmm. worried. But what if there is nothing like specific, like, is there any process that we can uncover what is the feeling or the emotion? Like, what can we start shifting? Like I was saying about your cells becoming addicted to a certain feeling. Maybe you don't know what that feeling is. Maybe it's just you can't get excited because you feel numb 
there's nothing that gets you you know revved up to do something and you don't you don't have a specific worry fear or anything else it's just a complete numbness and that means that your cells are desperately in need of a, a burst of energy and excitement so try and start anchoring for example a high vibe energy and that can be done through dancing through comedy through um doing something that makes your body move because once your body's moving your cells start to energize slightly anyway. So doing that, even if you just put some music on and dance around the kitchen for five minutes and you maybe do that a couple of times a day or you go for a swim or do something or have a, like I say, a comedy, make yourself laugh, watch something that's really funny on TV, just shifting that energy and then you can start to anchor that in. So for example, an anchoring would be when you're doing something that makes you feel good, you touch a part of your body, for example, maybe squeeze your thumb. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so you're doing that so that your body's associating that feeling with this action and that starts to cement that feeling. And then you can switch that emotion on by doing this anchoring technique and just touching that thumb. And it's training your body to, to start to make those shifts continually. And then you can start to, If you're feeling the numbness and you know that you want to get out of it and do something different, start touching that point of your body and remembering that that's going to wake your body up. And as you start to feel the shift, you're going to start looking for more things to make you feel that way. Mm, That's powerful. Yes. Thank you. That's, that's really beautiful. So I'm wondering before we wrap this episode up is for the one who is listening right now and she's like, okay, okay, I want to give this a try. I want to like start meditating. I want to start like, you know, realigning myself with my real truth. What is the one thing you want her to know? The same thing that the universe said to me all those years ago, you're not alone. You're never alone. You're always loved and supported by the universe, by our energies that surround you as well. And Never feel that it's too overwhelming because there's just reach out for help. Ask the universe, be sincere and know that you can have what you want to receive. Because mm. life should be great. It should, it's not good. It should be great. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you, Tara. I feel like sometimes we all need this, you know, reminder. So for those who are listening to us right now and they want to connect with you much deeper and see your work, what are your favorite places online where they can find you? My favorite place is Instagram. Um, So you can find me there, Tara Chatzakis. That's my name across the whole board. There's nobody else with my name as far as I'm aware. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on that one. I don't think there's <laughs> Petia Kolobovas either. I changed my last name to Petia Burns, but we didn't do it like on my business and, and, and paperwork, just on my Facebook, you know, because nobody can pronounce my old uh, name <laughs> anyway. So I hear you so much. Thank you for your work. Thank you for today. It was very insightful and I'm really excited to see how women are going to start maximizing their manifestations with meditation and really rewriting those old stories thank you thank you for having me it's great 